Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. And I'm Ben. How have you been, Benjamin? I mean, I've been okay. I'm tired, but we're, we're doing great, I guess. This is the first time we've recorded in a while. You know, since last week. Technically, yes. And I didn't see you for a couple days. What do you mean, technically? Technically. Like, literally. <laughs> no. No. It ha- has it? Yeah. We recorded last week. Oh, I guess it would be we recorded on the same day. Yeah, yeah you're right. We- My bad. But I haven't seen you for a couple of days, so I wanted to see any any updates. No. <laughs> I don't think so. If, if there okay. was something, I forgot about it. But sleep deprivation makes you uh, really bad at forming, forming, forming memories. Mm, um, that makes sense. And for anyone who is not aware, I don't sleep. No. Very rarely ever does Benjamin sleep. Uh, I think we average, at best, six hours a day. At worst, maybe two. We have the exact opposite problem. I sleep... 12 plus hours on accident and you just don't sleep i function on a diet of self-hatred and caffeine that's true every time i see you're drinking something with caffeine in it whether it's yep. powdered like energy stuff or tea or coffee mm. you're gonna you're gonna pass away one day from a heart attack we're all gonna pass away one day well we will all pass away one day so anything new with you bob i know you were you weren't at work friday where were you oh okay well that was or a- tuesday <laughs> Well, two. What? No, that was Wednesday. No, I. Well, you know why I wasn't there Wednesday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that on the podcast. That is not podcast material. Uh, no, Friday. <laughs> Jesse, one of my roommates, got tickets to a concert for Christmas, and he was going to take his fiance. But let's just say Jesse and I have a very particular taste in music, and his fiance was not down, so he ended up taking me instead. It was awesome. The particular taste for anyone who's interested is mostly bad. No, that's not true. You're just wrong. It's mostly You're straight up bad. wrong. You literally said you liked the band we went and saw today. They saw Death Cab for Cutie. That's why I'm saying mostly and not entirely. Yeah, we saw Death Cab for Cutie. They were awesome live. It was super cool. I don't understand why my taste in music is bad. Not objectively bad, because I can't say objectively, but Bob is really into early noughties that, that's Southwest not true. emo. Southwest, no. Jesus Christ, Midwest, Midwest, I'm and also sorry. it's not only only early two thousands. I think some of these albums from like 2014, 2015. All right, I think that makes it worse because it should have died in the noughties. That's not true, man. <laughs> Actually, one of these is from fucking last year. I have uh, Mom Jean's new album, Sweet Tooth, on vinyl. It's really awesome. I think me, me and Jesse are going to go see them live again too. It's gonna be fun. Also, while we're still talking about music, I like and things. We were while we were there. I bought a hoodie with, or a jacket, like a zip up that I showed Ben already. But no, I have you a, didn't show it to me. You just said I need this for the movie. I get cold. Oh well, here I'll show it, it to you here. now because I I I will let you see it because it's very cool. Oh, all right. Um, I just handed it to him. You can have a look. It's got stuff on it. I can't see what it is, but well, it's hard to see. It, you know. But anyway, it's it's Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, Lady <laughs> and the Tramp. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. See, there's uh, a lady and there's a tramp. I guess. But no, I have a giant pink mom jeans flag hanging up in the back of my room, right? And when we were there, I wanted to get some merch for Death Cab. I just realized that. What? I've been thinking for a long time you just had a big poster that says mom jeans because you're into, like, really unattractive jeans. No, that's it's a band that I really like. Yeah, I know. You've told me that before. I just didn't definitely put two have, together. Definitely have told you that before. Anyhow, I have that giant pink mom jeans flag. And I was like, well, I'm going to see Death Cab. I want to get some merch. They had a giant quilted, like, pink and black blanket. It's like $85. I was this close to buying it's it. It's probably for the best you didn't buy that, because Piper would have eaten it. Yes, that's fair, but I would have hung it up. It would have been a wall piece. I wouldn't have used it as an actual blanket. I probably would have hung it up next to the big-ass flag I have in the back. Mm. 
because I don't she still need another blanket. It. She would try for sure. But yeah, that's the only interesting thing I got that happened recently. All right. Well, actually, well, yeah. What, what was that? Uh, you know, nothing else. It's nothing. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. I was like, I don't want to mention that on the podcast. No, it's not that I don't want to mention it on the podcast. It's just it's not that interesting. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to waste anyone else's time with this one. Oh, you know what is interesting? What is that? We got to see uh, concept art for our cover art for our podcast. Oh, yeah. So I forgot about that. Eventually oh, that's happening. Yeah, we got some concept art from our artist, one of my friends. Uh, I don't know. What day was that? Like Monday? I think that was Monday or Wednesday. Monday or Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, he got us some art to us for us to look at and give some notes and stuff. I think it'll look really cool when it's done because I think we gave some cool ideas to him, and I think he, I think we gave him some bad ideas, but we eventually gave him enough that he got to somewhere. I, <laughs> I guess that's fair. I think that's a valid description of what happened. But we will eventually have that art so we can be on all of the podcasting all platforms. All the places you get your podcasts. Everywhere. Not everywhere, but you know. Yeah, most places where people get podcasts. A majority of them. All right, well, you ready to choose a movie? I mean, I'm never ready to choose a movie, but I will choose one. Okay, I believe we discussed you're going to knock out uh, horrifying pseudo-documentaries today. I think I think you're, I think you're gonna having a schizophrenic attack. I think you're like showing signs of schizophrenia because that never <laughs> happened. But you're gonna do it anyways, right? No, I just get rid of it. It's been, it's been so bad for you so far. It has. It's been actually like horrific. Maybe this last one isn't so bad. Like the first one, horrifying because I'm scared of the specific thing that we that was encountered. The bay. Yeah, and then the Poughkeepsie tapes. That's just a really fucked up movie. But maybe this this See, next one. No, it's not. It's gonna be bad. bad. All three of your movies are gonna be horrific times for me, and I don't know if I want to finish it or not. But also, my category has done. We haven't taken any of those movies yet. Yeah, we just wait until the end. No, 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 no. I got to pick my category this time. I have to go with Parasites. All right. Because, like, I don't want to knock out a category yet, but also I don't want to have two categories down to two things, or one thing, already. That defeats the purpose of having choices. I mean... If I eliminate no, them early. No, you, you still have a choice. You chose to eliminate it early. Yeah. No, I'm choosing Parasites. All right. Do you need to know what spaces are available? It's all three of them, right? Yeah. I can choose any of them. Yeah. Can I... Can I ask for, not a hint, but uh, some advice? Uh, I don't, my stomach feels really bad today. Uh, uh, so I, I don't know, Mom. If, I, I honestly don't know. And I really don't want to throw up again. Well, I don't particularly want you to throw up again. I mean, I thought it was very funny, so maybe I do. I haven't decided yet. But Interesting. I, I think I've said this to you. Not sure if it's on the podcast. I'm a really bad judge of like what will push you too far. Yeah. I can usually figure out, like, hey, will Bob like this movie? Yes or no. I cannot figure out, like, what will make Bob cry or what will make Bob vomit or what will make Bob go, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I have rough ideas, but yeah. I, I can't tell you, like, hey, this one's worse or this one's better because I don't have issues with any of these. Okay. I, I no longer want your advice or need your advice. I'm going to go with spot number two. Two? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. God, every time you ask me if I'm fucking sure, it makes me regret everything well, I've ever done in my life. Well, it'd throw, me, it'd throw you off if I didn't say, are you sure? I so, know, but it, every time my, my soul just wretches. It's but so you scary. But it also gives you a chance because I'm saying, are you sure? Because it's your last chance. You can change your mind. No, I'm not changing my mind. Oh, I'm, I'm down. Are you I'm sure? I'm down to clown. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> We're watching Splinter. 
if this is what I think it is, I've fucking heard of this. This is from like what, 2010? No. Like early 2000s? Uh, kind of. Uh huh. What do you think it is, Bob? Uh huh. What do you think it is? This movie's gonna fucking freak me what out, man. What do you man. think it is, Bob? I'm pretty sure there's a woman. Uh huh. And I'm uh, pretty sure there's like amorphous gray things, right? I don't know. Yo, no. Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm uncomfortable already. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, you. Ooh. So it's a 2008 movie. Mm, ah, I thought so. Because you, you were like, what time period? All right. So the description. A young couple's plans for a nature trip go horribly awry. <laughs> Nothing could go bad in the woods. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> oh my god. This this people is why you don't go outside. I it's fair. It's very fair. Alright. It's an hour and twenty two minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's rated R. Good. On IMDB, it's got a six point one out of ten. Okay, not horrible. Tomato meter, seventy six percent. People like it. And an audience score of 49%. Okay, people don't like it. People, people <laughs> take, take back your people comment. Uh, people think it's a movie, probably. So, for awards, oh, it has seven wins and one nomination. Okay. The wins are for the Chainsaw Award to Justin Raleigh and Ozzy Alvarez for Best Makeup Slash Creature FX. <sighs> the Scream Fest uh, 2008 Festival Trophy to Toby Wilkins for Best Directing. Uh, the 2008 Scream Fest Festival Trophy to David Michael Moore for Best Editing. 2008 Scream Fest Festival Trophy to Ozzy Alvarez for Best Makeup. 2008 Scream Fest Festival Trophy to Elia Kamiral for Best Musical Score. And the 2008 Scream Fest Festival Trophy to Ted Krober and Kai Berry for Best Picture. And, because I, I used and too soon. 2008 Scream Fest Festival Trophy to Quantum Creation FX for Best Special Effects. It won a lot of awards the year it came out for festivals and stuff. It's pretty it cool. the same festival. Yeah, one festival really liked this movie. Yeah, it won six awards from one festival. I mean, I don't know if that's telling of... It just did well at that festival, apparently. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and then obviously got a Chainsaw Award, which we see a lot of on here. Mm-hmm. Very uh, cool. So people to look out for in this film. Shea Wingham as Dennis Farrell. So you might know him as Carl Elway in American Hustle. Mm-hmm. Jill Wagner as Polly Watt. You might know her as Stephanie Braven and Braven. Or Kate Argent from Teen Wolf. See, ah, damn. This is 2008, so I was too young to have seen some of these like TV shows and stuff these people are in. Bob, Teen Wolf ran from 2011 to 2017, exactly when you were in the target age demographic. Okay, Benjamin, but that doesn't mean I watched it. I know, but you said you were too young. Well, I assumed I that Teen Wolf things. came out before fucking 20, 2008. Yes. I thought it came out before this movie. But I, gi- I give you things that they've been in, and like I basically go, hey, here are some, some actors that you might know from other things in this film. Those other things can be past, they can be current. That never, be it never crossed my mind that when this movie was happening, <laughs> that the movies that you were telling me they were in were from after. I hadn't really thought about it. It's just whenever. Yeah. It's just big things they've been in. A lot of the times it's after, because sometimes we'll see actors. We we saw fucking um, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, the woman who plays Laura Strode. Oh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that was her first movie role. The roles I gave you, she was in, were after. Oh, I guess I hadn't thought about it. It's just it's just something that I hadn't comprehended. Anyways, Paulo Costanzo as Seth Belzer. You might know him as Ruben and Road Trip and Lior Boone and designated survivor. Hmm. 
So Charles Baker as Blake Sherman Jr. Uh, he plays Skinny Pete from Breaking Bad. Oh, see, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I really want to watch it. And finally, Rachel Curbs as Lacey Belisle. She was Mandy in Heist. I haven't seen that either. So the film's directed by Toby Wilkins. Uh, he also directed The Grudge 3. Oh, interesting. Writer's Ian Shore. He wrote Infinite and Kai. Oh, no, he wrote Infinite. Uh, the other writer is Kai Berry. That's why. Okay. It cut off. Kai Berry, uh, who wrote Juco's Time Machine. Mm. I couldn't find the budget for this film, but I could find the box office. Okay. Which was $478,931. That is not a lot of money for no, a it box is not. office. I think this is kind of a festival film. I feel like I saw ads for this movie a shit ton. I don't think you did. Am I thinking of a different movie? I think so. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of a different movie. Oh, you know what movie I'm thinking of? It also starts with an S, but I can't remember the name of it. It uh, It's like an alien kind of movie where they like made the perfect... Or is that this movie? I don't know. Is it this movie? No, I don't think so. It's whatever. We'll f- I'll find out. We'll I watch know exactly it. what I... movie you're talking about. Do you really? Could be this movie. Could you motherfucker. Okay, whatever. Country of origin. United States. Okay. Other names I could find. Oh, I always like this section. It's always so interesting. Espinos, which is Brazil, and that means thorns. Oh. That was something I saw pretty commonly, is that, like, Splinter also translates to thorns in a lot of countries. I don't think this is the movie I was thinking about, but now I'm more scared than <laughs> I was before. <laughs> Why? Because they were in a, they're in a forest with thorns. Well, or splinters. Mm-hmm. And apparently, those roughly translate together in a lot of countries. They make sense. I believe this is Zenistes Thanato, which is Greek, and it means host of death. That's a cool one. That one is a cool one. Daisuku Obuzadero, which is Japan's, and that is Dusk of the Dead. That's also cool. Damn. Uh, Esta Dentro de Ti. Uh, that's Mexico's, and it's Inside You. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Which, is, that, uh-uh. is that the category? It's Inside You? <laughs> no, the category is Get the Fuck Out of Me. Mm. Uh, or Stay the Fuck Out of Me, whichever you prefer. And then Perecita, which was Portugal's, and that's just... Parasite. Parasite. Tagline. I can't remember if I found this one on the poster, but I just thought it was fun. It will get under your skin. Mm, see, I don't want it to, though. I would prefer <laughs> if it maybe didn't. maybe it will. I would really prefer if it did not get under my skin. All right. So the facts for this film. Uh, it was shot near Oklahoma City. Oklahoma. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wilkins has said the original script was a classic siege movie and that the monster in this original script was more like generic. Wilkins, however, believed the script would work well with the idea for a parasitic monster he and his friends had been developing. So changed it up a little bit, and that's how we got <sighs> this movie. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, big thing to note, most of this movie's effects are practical. That'll be so cool. I'm excited about that. But will it make Bob vomit? Probably. Again? Maybe. Two weeks in we a row? We will see. Uh, this is the category I'm most worried about vomit. On God. This is like this is the one that is most likely to make me throw up, I think. Well, we're about to find out, because that's all I have for now. <sighs> I'm I'm nervous, Benjamin. I'm so nervous. Good. Like I get anxious. We, get pumped. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I think I think I think I'm ready to go watch this movie. You ready for for some Splinter? No, I'm not. Master Splinter, maybe. If this was a T, are we watching TMNT the mm-hmm. movie? Yeah, that's it's, what it it's is. About, oh, I mean, it's I'm about so excited. A human-sized rat <laughs> <laughs> who drains a bunch of turtles. It's awesome. <laughs> They burst out of you like little. Oh, <laughs> that's you! Come on, like man! All the way out. Oh God! <laughs> You're fucking mean. Okay, we're we're gonna watch this movie. Bye. Oh wait, wait. What? No, I said bye. <laughs> no. 
I'm pausing you. Have you ever seen that whole like what that, that torture thing where they put a rat on your ah! stomach and then they put a bucket? On I know top, what you're talking. Oh, stop and then it! They put no, like, like hot on top mm. of the bucket and it eats its way through. Yeah, dude, that's fucked up. That's what movie we're watching, Splinter. That's really See you afterwards. <laughs> oh Bye. fuck you. And we're back. Yeah, we're back from Splinter. Sp- splintery splin- Splinter. As always, we're going to start with our no spoilers, so if um, you haven't watched the movie yet. Bob, what would you think? Okay. I thought I knew what was going on going in. Yeah. And I did know what was going on, kind of. Kind of. I knew. I understood. I got some stuff from the beginning. The opening to this movie. It's a cold wild. open. <laughs> wild. Yeah. It, it goes hard from the beginning. Which scared the fuck out of me, because the last fucking movie we watched was so slow. And then Kipsy we come... Yeah, no, I'm talking about the other one. Oh, the one that's coming out tomorrow? Yeah. Check that out. Yeah, watch the one that comes out tomorrow. It's a good one. I think that might be our best episode so far. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Mayhaps. Recording. Recording it was. Yeah, it was a good recording. I don't know how the episode will turn out. I haven't uh, It'll be it good. I, 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 I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, but yeah, beginning... It goes hard fast, which is startling. Uncommon for a parasite movie. Yes. That's what was scary is I did like you read me the premise in my mind I was like, okay, a couple goes camping in the woods, there's a parasite that has the name is Splinter, so of course it's a tree related thing. Yeah, you were like trees, yeah. Trees. So I'm like, okay, maybe they run into like a some creepy tree that like if you if it like splinters you, it infects you and like something bad happens. Okay. That's what your thoughts was? That was my initial thoughts. I was like, okay, that seems like a premise. And I was kind of right. Sort of. Maybe. Not going to get into that Not getting into it yet. All of the gore effects in this movie look fucking nuts. So great. Like, I know when we were, you know, doing the pre-movie and stuff, you talked about all the awards they won for this movie. Yeah. And all of them for, like, makeup and special effects. And it fucking deserves it. It looks crazy. It looks very good. I think the only creature effects we've seen on this podcast that are comparable so far is Itsy Bitsy. Yeah. Now, we've seen some pretty good makeup effects. Uh, for makeup effects, you know, there, we've seen a lot of really good stuff. Like oh, yeah. The Exorcist and yeah, all that stuff things do good. really good makeup. But these are specifically, there's some creature stuff. And the yes. creature stuff is very, very it's good. It's so cool. It is so fucking cool. Bob didn't like looking at it, but he no. was still like, that's still pretty cool, though. I was I was literally in, in terror, just like, oh, that is so gross and disgusting. But also, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. <laughs> but uh, I'll say this because I've said it on the Itsy Bitsy thing. It's it's almost all practical effects. I only yeah. saw one scene where I could identifiably yes. be like, that's CGI. And it was near the end of the movie. It was near the end of the movie. I could tell it needed to be CGI. It had to be. No way you could do that not in CGI. So everything else is practical. Yeah. And the thing I'll say with practical creature effects is, what I always say with practical creature effects, is I think they look really cool. I because like Because I love practical effects. And if you like practical effects, go ahead and give this movie a watch. If you don't, they can sometimes look kind of goofy. It looks a little goofy and cheesy, but if I suspend my... I, honestly, it's not suspending disbelief. It's believing in it. Just being like, okay, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, It's buying into the movie. You appreciate You have to appreciate it for all its positives and negatives. Yeah, and I think this movie does such a good, good job with it. That I will say there is a part of the movie that we'll talk about eventually where I literally, I was stunned after it <laughs> happened. Ben looked at me and I was like mouth wide open, no sound, just looking at the TV like, oh my God. I don't know. There was kind of a high pitched whining noise coming out of you like you're, you were a dog. It, dude, it was fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. There's a limited amount of characters, but I think they do a good job yeah, letting I, us get to know them. I like the fact that this has a small cast. 
it really helps emphasize each individual character and their their quirks and their uniqueness, I guess. Yeah, because from, I, I think I give it in the facts, it's kind of a siege movie, which means yeah. people are in one area kind of confined and they're slaying on the outside. Mm-hmm. And that means we get a lot of time with our limited cast as they try to like figure out the situation. Yeah. And a plot like that's totally reliant on how your cast acts as like individuals, but also how they problem solve. And Oh, yeah. Overall... I didn't have problems with any of their problem solving, how fast it no. took them to figure things out. No, not um, at all. Even their characterizations, I felt like we, we got to know the characters more as time went on. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, 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 I don't want to spoil this, but I didn't like one of the characters, but it was still a good character. Yeah, he he's a good character. You don't have to like him as a person. Yeah. Bob didn't. No. I don't think he was a great person, but I think he had a good character arc. Yeah, same. I, I can agree with that. While I don't... While I do not... Like like him, I think it was a good character, yeah. and I think they did good things with that character. But I mean, I don't. I think I have anything else to say without spoiling it, and I have nothing else. Yeah, I guess go check it out if you haven't already. It's a it's yeah. a pretty short movie. I mean, it's an hour and twenty two minutes, but the credits are like five ten minutes. Yeah, so it's really like an hour and ten. It's not a long movie, honestly. I'll wait till we get to recommendations and say anything else because I, that's. But yeah, go yeah. check it out. Uh, I think it's a good watch. I agree. It's octane enough where you're not going to be bored, but you can. Just oh, you know on. who'd like this movie? Ashley. Well, you know. Maybe know. I don't know. All right, but I guess we'll go to the spoiler section now. So oh. final warning. Yeah. Right. Be spoilers ahead. So how you wanted to do this? You want me to break it down? Do the breakdown? Yeah, yeah. Let's just start breaking it down because I want to talk about the cold open. All right. So <laughs> scared the fuck out we'll of start. me. I thought it was a good cold open. I did too, and I didn't expect it. It scared me. It's just this gas station attendant, and we're gonna call him. I love bikinis <laughs> because. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> I love bikinis. I love bikinis. You can't even write love. It's just I heart, heart bikinis. bikinis. Oh, my God. Um, And he's just sitting there. In like a lawn chair outside of the gas station. Yeah. Chilling. Because he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But you can hear something rustling in the bushes. And he's like, go on, get. I don't yeah, got nothing like for you. He's like eating a bag of chips and is like thinks it's some animal trying to steal food from him or something. Well, it was an animal. It was an animal. And I Not- guess it was trying to steal food from him. <laughs> Basically, thing jumps at him. We don't really see it. It jumps at him, and then it starts mowing his leg. And then we see brief jump cuts to it. It's very jumpy, cut-wise. It's a fucked-up raccoon. It's fucked up. You can just see that it's kind of bleeding and gross and shit. Yeah, it's like furs all matted and like black and gross. But that's all you can see. It's got a bunch of open sores and wounds all over it. It just looks like he it might have gotten like hit with a car or something. Yeah, like roadkill. But it's just gnawing at his leg, tearing him up. And then it. Then it cuts to a car driving down the road. Yep. And then this, when the car's driving around, they have like kind of some opening names, mm-hmm. you know. But in between, just this this stuff of the car driving down the road, they flash scenes of like the guy who's been attacked, getting absolutely massacred by this raccoon. Yeah. And stuff happening to him. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty gross. But yeah, then we go to our couple. So yeah. do you remember their names? Polly and Seth. Wow, good for you. I, you know, hey, listen. The only movie where you beat me with names was when we watched the movie from last week. Oh, the one we're gonna watch tomorrow. The one that comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Well, there's a reason I got. Names there is that. a reason for that. Exactly. I didn't remember any of those names, <laughs> but somehow that thing makes me know all of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Don't ask me. All right. But yeah, Paulie and Seth, and they're this couple that is going camping. What would you yeah. think of them? I like them. I thought they were a cute couple. I thought so too. I think Seth is very funny. I <laughs> laughed at him a lot cuz yeah. he's just so he's just he's just a lovable lovable buffoon of a okay. man. Okay. Bob says lovable buffoon. I'm going to be pretty candid here. Seth 
isn't all the way there on social skills. No, but it's funny. And it's very funny. It's so funny. Because he's he's like a smart character. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of aware of it. But he's just, he's very socially awkward. And he's so good. He doesn't have the best social nuances. No. And he doesn't seem to necessarily be aware of it. And it's done very well. It is. So it's not like frustrating or annoying. It's, it's just, just kind of funny. funny. He, every single time he says something, it lands. And I laugh. And I'm like, like God damn it. Very early on, you realize he, he's very interested in nature from like an academic perspective. Oh, yeah. But not from a outdoorsy perspective. Yeah, being in nature. I mean, they're going camping, this couple, Polly yeah. and Seth. For their anniversary. For their anniversary. So they can very specifically, Polly says, we made a deal. We're going camping. We're going to sleep under the stars, and then we're going to have anniversary sex. Yes. Which I think is very funny that she was, like, bribing him. <laughs> well, she was like, I want to go camping, and you want anniversary sex. So let's go camping, and we'll have anniversary sex under the stars where yeah. I want to be. I, and he's very reluctant and like, okay, I guess I'll go. But he, he he's, like, in khaki shorts. And he is like, not prepared. A collared shirt. Uh, also, he has my hair. He does, yeah, he has Ben's hair, but it's <laughs> brown and not dark. Yours is almost black, I would say. Yeah. But, like, they're driving down the road at one point, and he starts talking about how old the trees are. God, it's so funny. And she's like, you see that tree there? How old do you think it is? Like, 300 years? And he's like, no, it's got to be only 100 years. <laughs> and then she starts laughing at him, and he's like, oh, fine, I won't talk about trees anymore. It's so funny. But, yeah, I thought they had a good couple dynamic. I do, too. And I'm going to be honest, that's hard to do well. Yeah. I I, th- I agree. Like, a couple that seems natural. Because, like, even in the beginning, like, their plans don't work out, right? Yeah. Uh, they're, They want to go camping. They break the tent. Well, not they. Polly does not break the tent. Seth breaks the tent, and I'm pretty sure it's on I, purpose. I don't think he did it no. on purpose. Uh, were you looking at his face when he did it? Because he goes, and snaps and goes, oops. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. It's so fucking funny. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he just might be kind of physically incompetent. It was so good. It and made looking me laugh. at the rest of the film, I think I'm right there. I think he might be physically incompetent. I mean, that you're mostly right. If it kind of looked like he did it on purpose, I'm going to chalk it up to he technically did do it on purpose because he's an actor. Yeah, that's fair. Character-wise, I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he's just really bad at setting up a tent. That's You know what? Um, All right. But, like... They break the tent so they can't sleep outside. Yeah. And they have to go sleep in a motel. Seth is, is just like, please, which, let's just go to a motel. Which please, is for what the love he's of been God. wanting to do. And, like, one of those early demonstrations that I think they're acted well as a couple is in a scene like that, you kind of expect them to fight. And they do for a second, and then they just work it out. Yeah. Like, you can tell he's happy about sleeping in a motel. She's not. He at least picks up on that. And so he's like, hey, it'll be just like sleeping in a motel. There'll be yeah. bugs. AC uh, won't work. It'll be hot. It'll be hot. And she finally is like, but there won't be sheets with holes in them. And yeah. he's like, we'll keep looking until we find it. I don't know. I It stood out to me because I'm not used to things feeling that natural. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the actors that played the couple in this movie had a prior relationship to filming this. Because their chemistry is really good. I doubt it. I'm just yeah. going to chalk it up to good acting. Probably. You know? It's pretty <coughs> rare that you have like actors that are actually involved yeah it's well i didn't mean like involved i meant like do you think they knew each other before they made this movie i don't know about if they knew they each other before they made this movie they probably were friendly during yeah. i mean it's a smaller production mm-hmm. uh, i don't think this was in theaters yeah i don't know actually well no with that with that box office turnout mm-hmm. this was not in theaters this was home video 
Probably. $400,000? Yeah. Because it, it's a decent movie. No, it's pretty I'm good. Like, I now. liked it. It's a decent movie. 2008, this would have done very well in 2008. Oh, yeah. If it was in theaters. So there's... It, just, it was not in theaters. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there. But they start driving down the road, again, looking for a motel. Yeah. And it's roughly around this point that we start cutting to these other people. Oh, God. It's a guy and a girl. Yeah. Whose names are... Do you not remember, seriously? I don't remember, Bob. Dennis. Dennis and... and Lacey. And Lacey. Okay. So, Dennis and Lacey, Dennis has, like, got short hair, and immediately, Bob, what was your kind of... Bad vibes. Bad Bob. I called bad vibes. Was just like, I instantly bad called vibes. bad vibes. I was like, this guy gives me bad vibes. And Lacey, what did you think was wrong with her at first? So, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Don't, don't make... You're, Let me describe uh, her. Hmm. Lacey's pale. Very. She's got red under her eyes. Yep. She looks sweaty, like her hair's kind of, like, stringy in the oily kind of sense. Yeah. But she just kind of looks, like, clammy. They both just kind of look kind of disheveled. He looks fine. Well, he's real sweaty, too. Like, the back of his shirt is, like, completely yeah, covered in sweat. Yeah, like, he's, he's anxious. Yeah. He's kind of jumpy, too. Yeah. But he looks fine, I think. Mostly. But she looks rough. <laughs> and yeah. Basically, their car breaks down in the middle of the road. Yeah. And they've... Now pushed it off the side of the road. Yep. And that's the last time we see him for a little bit. But, Bob, what what were your thoughts about So, hold Lacey? on. Okay, so what we know, so at that point in the movie, all we know is there is a killer raccoon about. Yes. That is all That's all we know about what is happening in this movie. Rawr. So, at this point, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, my first initial thought was, oh, this is a parasite movie. She's got the parasite because she looks sick. Mm-hmm. I learned that is not true. <laughs> yeah. That was a false statement. <laughs> Turns out she just is a drug addict I think, who has a very large I think problem. I would, she looks like she's addicted to meth. <laughs> yeah. We learn, I think, five minutes later that she's addicted to something. Something. I think Probably I, meth. I think it's meth. Because, because he mentions doing meth like, later on. Um, yeah. Pop, what's his name? Dennis, you fucker. <laughs> Later on, Dennis says he was on a meth trip at one point. So Yeah, a five-day um, meth bender. <laughs> God damn. That's wild. Do you, how much meth do you have to have Not that to be much. on a bender for five days? Not that days? much meth. Meth really? makes you stay awake, yeah. I know, but I I assume you have to do a lot will, of it over would, a long period of time. But you would just take like real big hits, I think. Right. No, I know. I, I conceptually get that it makes you stay awake. I just meant like that's a lot of meth to have to keep taking over five days. Yeah. I think it depends on how you're taking it, too. He must have been doing well for himself. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to get into what, what he was doing to get all that yeah. to get all the money he was buying with meth. But, like, that's, a, that's a lot of money worth of meth to stay on a five-day bender. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't even know how expensive meth is, honestly. I mean... <laughs> all I'm ne- I'm thinking- Spoiler, I've never bought meth before. <laughs> all I'm thinking is that scene from It's Always Sunny. Anyone's oh, ever God. seen it. <laughs> Where Dennis and Dee go to buy a uh, crack? crack. Oh, my. That's so <laughs> and funny. They, they pull out, what is it, like... 200 bucks. Is it 200 bucks? I thought it's it was more bucks. than that. It, it goes up. How the, much does the it two, go up The to? first time, they pull out 200 bucks. Yeah. And he says, two crack rocks, please. <laughs> they pull out a couple grand, I think, the next time, right? Yeah, because he go well, because they're like, two crack rocks, and they hit him 400 bucks. He goes, this isn't enough. And he goes, how much? 1,500? <laughs> I think that's from the second episode they did on that one. It's where something. Oh, God. That's when they try to get addicted for the first time. All right. Anyway. We're getting sidetracked. Yeah. It's good show. Watch It's Always Sunny. I appreciate that show a lot. That's half of Bob's personality. So Well, what's the other half? It'll come out a lot. Well, we can't mention that on the show. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Musicals. <laughs> He's fabulous. <laughs> I do. Listen, I was a theater major. What do you want? Oh, my God. All right. I even fucking stage managed a musical. I know. I know. They don't, but I do. Mm-hmm. So, Dennis... Not Dennis. Fuck. His Seth, name is Dennis. Seth oh, and, no, Seth. Okay. Seth and Polly 
are you driving got, down the road. Did it. And they see this meth head on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking... I'm not going to Lonnie? Tell you. Lenny? Close. Starts with an L and ends with a Y. Lonnie? Nope. Laney? No. Clo- that You're one letter off. I'm not telling you. Lenny? <laughs> no, that's the character from... Lonnie? Loney? Lonnie? No, it's Lacey. Oh, Lacey. Jesus Christ. Okay, so... They see Lacey the meth head kind of on the road. She's kind of waving them down, and they stop. Yeah. And <laughs> that's like, she doesn't look right. <laughs> Maybe we should go. I, yeah, and me too. Well, they're discussing it, here comes Dennis around the side of the car. He, he yeah. knocks on the window, and they're like, uh, hold on a second. We don't want anything. <laughs> yeah, I think they say, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> that's that's Seth. Yeah. And then he pulls out a gun and knocks on the window. So now they have no choice. So, yeah, basically, they're getting carjacked by uh, Seth and Lacey. Not Dennis and Lacey. Yes. Sorry. Dennis and Lacey. And they get them into the car, and they start driving down the road again. Then they hit something. Yeah, they run something over. I have no clue what it is, because it is fucked up. I don't know either. It's some roadkill. Some type of animal, assumedly, from what I can tell. It looks like it got on the road, died there, (laughs) and then they hit it. Yeah. So, And it looked like it had been there for a couple days. It looks fucking foul. fucked up. This is also the first indication that we get that Lacey is completely out of her goddamn mind. Yeah, because they hit something, and she starts going on about it's it's something. Oh, God. What I is forget it? what oh they call God. it. But she's saying some name, which is Ginger. Ginger. Which I think is her cat dead, or dead dog. Puppy. It's a dead puppy. That's what it was. Yeah, her dead puppy, her puppy that died. Yeah. And so, well, Polly's fixing the car with, with Dennis. Dennis but it, because it's her car. Yeah. and Which I think is very funny because... <laughs> Dennis keeps trying to get Seth to do things like drive the car, yeah, or change the tire. Mm-hmm. Seth has no clue how to do. He those tells things. Seth to drive the car, and then Seth goes, "Well, that'll be a problem. I don't know how to drive stick." <laughs> and you see Dennis like literally facepalm. He's like, "God damn you, motherfucker! Get in the car, Polly." And it just keeps stacking up. And it's by the end, so Dennis funny. Like you're just fucking incompetent. <laughs> it's so good. But Lacey. Yes, the gun from Dennis, because Dennis is helping change the tire. Yeah, because whatever they ran over, pop the tire. Yeah, somehow. Somehow. Don't know how. Uh, some, some way. And so she goes over with Seth to the roadkill. Yeah, to investigate what they hit. that Seth is a bio major yeah. in college. And the first thing Lacey asks him, well, actually, he's like, I'm a medical student. And the first thing Lacey asks is, can you write prescriptions? <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, that's how you know. Oh, God. But they walk over to the roadkill because she still thinks it's fucking ginger. Yeah, she's like, it's my dead dog. (laughs) And, dude, this thing's like a pancake. Oh, it's flat. And she goes, save it. (laughs) Yeah, she's like yelling at Seth to save the dog. He's like, I think it's dead. Yeah. No, she points her gun at him. And so he's like, okay. He kind of squats over and he kind of goes to touch it. Oh. And the thing's tail flops at him. Yeah, it's like moving and groaning as he's moving in closer oh, yeah, and closer it's to kind touch of it. Twitching and stuff. It's so gross. The tail flops at him quickly. Yeah. And so they run back to the car. Lacey well, puts two Lacey shots in it. Double taps it and then yeah. runs to the car. Uh, everyone else hops into the car. And you can tell there's this moment where Seth is thinking about running. Yeah, he's like, Can I get the fuck out of here? Because obviously, but he sees his girlfriend's, you know. Yeah. And he's like, with I can't. Him, and he's like, I can't leave her. Yeah. Which, good. <laughs> yeah. Good behavior there. And even fucking Polly. Are you sure that's her name? Yes, her name is Polly. Okay. But Polly. (laughs) (laughs) Polly is like, I'm not leaving without him because they're telling her to drive. Yeah. So. 
couple goals. <laughs> don't leave your significant other in a hostage situation. Yeah, don't do that. Bad idea. Uh, but they get in the car, and they're kind of like, what happened? And, I mean, fucking Lacey just can't explain it. Yeah. She just she, keeps saying ginger, ginger. Like, she's like, she's. She mentions it moved. Yeah, out of her mind. Because she goes, it attacked me with, ginger attacked me with its tail. Oh, this is something I wanted to talk about. And he, uh, you know, Seth doesn't say anything. Cause so, this is a cool thing that I, I, um, what is it going for? It's an interesting way, it's an interesting use of someone who is out of their mind on drugs. Yeah. In Lacey's situation. Because Lacey saw what she saw, mm-hmm. so did Seth. But when Dennis asked Lacey what happened, she's like, ginger, ginger, and he's like, no, it's not, it's not your dead dog. Yeah. Like, I, and he's like, when was the last time you had a hit? And she's like, it's been a day and a half. Like, And he's like, when I got off, yeah, I saw things for two days. Yeah. And he asked Seth what happened, and Seth says nothing. And immediately, that makes everyone so dismissive of what Polly ha- is saying. Like, everyone's like, it couldn't have moved, it couldn't have happened. And Seth buys into it like, oh, I, I imagine that, and she also imagined that because she's high on drugs. Yeah, I mean, I think he he's thinking, I just freaked myself out. Cause yes. Fair enough. It's roadkill. Sometimes roadkill can still twitch. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just thinking that. Yeah. And she's like, it attacked us, which it did. It did. Spoiler, guys. It it attacked him with its tail. Yeah. But I I think he's just like maybe I just imagine it because it was it was it was twitching first. Yeah. It, I just think it's an interesting use of a it, character's flaw. An unreliable narrator. Essentially. Yes. It's it's cool. She's I not narrating, it. but yeah, she's unreliable. And that's how she's kind of viewed. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I I think she's she has some disconnects with reality. Oh yeah, she does claim she's she's not seeing anything. I I think she's right. I don't think she's seeing anything. No, I don't think she's either. I just think that I think she's the situation not... they found themselves in is just so unbelievable that the other characters don't want to believe it because the no, it high person saying it doesn't it. make sense. Yeah, because she's she's confused though. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. She's definitely confused. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they keep driving. Uh, we skipped a, a little, a little bit, and their car has problems because we'll go back to that. Okay, their car has problems because they poked the radiator, and yeah, so the they're leaking coolant out. everywhere, and so they pull into the gas station we see in the beginning. Yep. Now Bob said we missed something, and he's right. Do we want to talk about that now, or do you want to save it? Because I, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I say we talk about it now. Okay. So while they're changing the tire, why the tire pop, Bob? Because whatever is causing these animals, this the raccoon specifically, to assault the man at the gas station. Or that corpse on the ground to twitch. Oh, the corpse on the ground to twitch and attack them. Are these, like, long, I don't splinters. Black splinters. Black splinters of something, wood, I assumedly, or some type of organic plant-like material. Yeah, what did you think it was at this point? Did you think it was wood? Yeah, it looks like wood. It, it still looked like wood, I but it doesn't think behave it looks like, like wood. like a black kind of piece of metal splinter. Yeah. Like it, black it fiberglass does. or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does look Maybe. like that. Because they're, they're super sharp. They're, they're super sharp and really long, yeah. I mean, I, I would say the smaller ones are pretty small. Yeah, but the big ones I'd are fucking huge. A half or a fourth of an inch. But the longest ones we see in the movie are probably like the size this. of my, my pointer finger. So, I don't know. What would you say, two, three inches? Yeah. It, there's, um, yeah. <laughs> but apparently they're, they're sharp and hard enough to punch through a tire. And a fucking radiator on your car. I didn't think about that. You're right, yeah. Yeah, it shredded the radiator when they ran over it. Or at least poked a bunch of holes into it. Yeah. Because it was dripping fast. And I mean, we'll see later. Whenever the creature attacks people, it mauls them yeah. with its like spikes and they're fucking razor sharp and very very dangerous but there's a hole in the tire yeah and Polly changes it fine yeah well she undoes the lug nuts and stuff and Dennis takes Dennis tells her like cancer the new tire and takes the old tire off yep and when that happens he gets a tiny little splinter in the, in the tip, tip of his, of his finger. finger and then he pulls it out 
and then thinks nothing that's, of it. That's that's all for a little bit. That's it. But yeah, going back to the car. Yeah, they're driving down the road. They pull into this gas station because their car's overheating because it's out of coolant. Yeah, and basically, <laughs> Lacey goes to use the bathroom because yep. she's got to pee. Mm-hmm. She brings some Mentos with her. I don't think that was Mentos, man. I think those were Mentos. Okay, they come in a Mentos pack, like it's a it's a cylinder. You know, people are pretty creative on how they hide their drugs, Ben. Yeah, but not the meth head. She has no reason to hide it. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know. Here's my real reason: when she's going to the bathroom. Dennis stops her and says, I don't need you going screwy on me, and takes her purse specifically so she can't have drugs. Well, I think it's so she can't leave. Maybe, but he says screwy. That was what I thought. I thought he was trying to keep her from doing more drugs. Oh, He's really? trying to get her clean. Yeah, that's his goal. So I'd assume you you take someone's purse so yeah. they don't have drugs in there, so they but can't take them. I think the thing about him taking her purse, I, I guess that is one way to view it, but I thought it was to keep her from leaving. Because, I mean, she could just fuck off. I mean, I guess, but, you know. Because she seems very um, hesitant about everything that's going on. She is. but She does not seem comfortable. And I think... She wasn't planning on this being like a carjacking or anything. Yeah. I mean, she even says whenever they pull them out of the car and they t- he tells them to... Or tells Seth and Polly to get back in, I thought we weren't taking hostages. And he says, yeah. plans changed. I I think he was just trying to keep her from doing drugs. Maybe. I don't think she could have left anyway. She could have walked. But that's what I mean. I mean you could, she could have just fucked off. But he could have grabbed her. And if she was like, you know, del- if he thinks she's being delirious and like seeing things... Who knows what could have happened if she had her stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Anyways, I think it was a drug thing, but maybe. She goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Dennis and Polly go inside. To buy coolant. For to them. buy coolant because they haven't figured out there's holes in the radiator. I, I, I don't think they ever figure that out. No, they don't. But I would assume <laughs> there's holes in there. Yeah, That's or there's just a, a small leak that is slow, like already that has finally hit its limit. But they go in the buy coolant and crackers. <laughs> yeah, coolant and crackers. I think one of the funniest scenes is Dennis is like, he turns to Seth he's like, can you do you know how to pump gas? God, it's so funny. It says pumping gas. Yeah. Um, but uh, Dennis and Polly go inside. There's no one there. No. So Dennis just starts eating some peanut M and M's. Yeah, peanut butter M and M's. He starts ringing the bell trying to get someone Somehow to come up. Somehow Bob and... recognized by the packaging alone, like the color. I I really shape. like peanut butter M and M's. Uh, but they go back outside, and Lacey runs over because yeah. she really had to pee and she broke into the bathroom because it was locked yeah she like banged on the door for a while trying to get in and we see the fucked up i love bikini man from the beginning god man he's oozing like black black shit and he's got spikes coming out of him Mm -hmm. do you want to know the worst part about this this reveal for me oh what when she fucking pushes open the door all you can see is the top of his head and he literally goes kill me (laughs) he's fucking alive yeah that is so fucking brutal, dude. But she runs away. Of course. And <laughs> it's right when, like, kind of Dennis comes out of the store, and she starts freaking out. She's like, there's a guy in the bathroom. Yeah. And, of course, Dennis is like, of course there's a guy in the bathroom. Maybe that's where the attendant was. No, I think he accuses her for, like, freaking out again. For Does he? I, I think, I thought he just was like, oh, that must have been where the dude was. He was in the bathroom. Maybe. But then he's He like, seemed pretty calm about the situation in the moment. No, he's yelling at her, like, telling her she's freaking out. Mm. <laughs> Bob's like, uh, is is that what happened? That's how I guess. Yeah, he does. He does yell at her. Get out for she no is, reason. Well, it's not, it's not no reason. <laughs> well, I know, but he just saw, thought she saw something with yeah. the roadkill. So, and while they're having this conversation, <laughs> the bathroom dude charges her and slams into her. Oh God! And the cuts are kind of jumpy here. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about it because like I get why they did it because it it we talked about this during the movie. It mimics the way that the creature acts. Yeah, it's, and its does movements things. are a lot kind of jerky. Yeah, and really erratic. So the editing helps make that evident. Yes, tech from like a technical standpoint, I think they did it so they didn't have to show 
the creatures I too agree much. with that, and I understand why, because especially practical, like, you'll see a lot more flaws if you get a lot of open shots Well, I was going to say practical, but also just for their budget. Yeah. When the creatures are very humanoid, they're primarily people in suits. Yeah. And so they, you know, they can't really show that with it looking good. Yeah. But yeah, so there's some jumpy cuts, so it's hard to tell. But I think what happens is a creature slams into Lacey. Yeah. Knocks over. Her head hits like a pole so hard. Slams into it. Breaks it it off like an electrical pole. Like the, just one of the teeny ones you Mm -hmm. wire stuff with at the gas station. She's dead. Mega dead. And then the thing slams into the, the hood of the car. Yeah. And fucking dies. Because uh, Dennis shoots it a couple times. Yeah, he Puts shoots it a couple times. And then everyone runs into the store. And locks the door. And locks the door. So, yeah. Th- from this point on, it's kind of the siege. They're in the, the gas yeah, station. Yeah, they're stuck in the gas station trying to find out how to get out, what's out there, how how to solve this uh, yeah. predicament they found themselves in. But two big things happen first. Mm. A, Polly tries to call the cops. Yeah, fucking, oh my god. This is why I don't like Dennis. He's just, he's stupid. Well, he's not stupid. He's not stupid, but like he does stuff that I just... In in the context of the situation he's found himself in, just does not make sense to me. Basically, he sees Paulie calling the cops. He grabs the phone and he throws it, smashes it, yeah. makes it unusable. Makes sense though. It makes sense for him to do that, but it, like from an outside perspective, oh my god. From Bob's perspective, he's like, oh my god, you should have kept the phone. Yeah. From the perspective at the time, though, it makes sense. Yeah. My problem is that I wouldn't have done that, and it makes me angry because <laughs> it's fucking dumb. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> you're not a meth head, so you don't know that. Pretty sure. Well, yeah. Okay. So he breaks the phone. The other thing is, while well, he's walking around, Dennis, I mean, he sees that there's a camera that oh, yeah. gives you a feed of both like the inside of the store and the outside, and he sees that Lacey's arm's moving. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's alive. Yep. And so he, he goes to unlock the door and goes outside, and of course, Seth is like, no! <laughs> you cannot fucking go out there. And he's like, all right, we'll sit by the camera and see if the thing on the car moves. You go out and check on her. Yeah. So... Dennis goes out there, starts stroking her head. Yeah, trying to see, like talking to her, trying to see if she's actually alive. And Polly and Seth are fighting because Polly's like, he's fucking crazy. She's dead as hell. Definitely mega dead. And Seth is like, well, gotta calm down. Most hostage situations end peacefully as long as the people remain calm. Um, and Polly starts talking about locking Dennis out. Yeah, and she's locking the door. Seth's arguing with her. But then Polly starts dragging uh, Lacey's body over. Dennis starts dragging Polly's Oh, yeah. Dennis starts dragging Lacey's, Lacey's body, over. body over. I'll get there eventually. You'll figure it out. But he starts dragging her body over to bring her inside because he's like, she's alive. Because one of her arms is moving. Moving like a lot. Yeah. Flopping around. And, well, you know, he gets almost there and Polly locks the door. Because she's like, I'm not letting this motherfucker in here. Yeah. And he starts yelling at her. It looks even like- Seth is yelling at her, open the door. Yeah, he looks like he's about to shoot her. Yeah, he pulls out the gun and is counting down like three, two, one, or I'm gonna shoot you if you don't open Seth the door. Seth runs away, kind of jumps in front of her. Yeah. Um, but right at this moment, Lacey grabs Seth's leg. Yep. And starts trying to pull him down. Yep. Everyone freaks out, and at this point, Seth unlocked the door, <clears throat> drags him in. Oh God. And um, where we meet first, one of, one of our first small friends. Yeah, and when they do this, Lacey's hand gets halfway chopped off by the door because yep. they slam it so hard, and it chops off her hand halfway through. Yeah. It's, so it's just the first two fingers and the thumb. Yeah, it's your index finger, your middle finger, and your thumb. And this thing that gets chopped off, it's now inside, and it starts standing. Yeah. It falls over a couple times, but it stands for a second. And starts chasing them. No, it doesn't. It just kind of stands there. Oh. And th- oozes black goo. My, so my bad. I forgot that this one. Yeah, this Bob. one's not as evil Don't as say the other one. one. You're going to spoil it. Oh. <laughs> We're in the spoiler section anyway. I know, but you, you got you to walk through this. <laughs> but yeah, this one just sta- it stands on three legs, and it keeps falling over. Yeah. 
which I'm noting now because I'll talk about it later. But it's oozing black goo, and this is where Seth pulls his I'm a bio major card. Yeah. And he's like, it's whatever it is, he's like, I think it's a fungus. Or a mold is what he or says. Or a mold. Or a ba- I think he says bacteria as well. And the black goo, he thinks, is the fungus metastasizing it. Yeah, it's basically, what is this? It's, it's essentially eating it. Yeah, it's it's using the black goo to break down something and eat it, basically. Well, he's bra- it's stealing like the nutrients from the cells. Yeah. And so that's why it's going after living things. It's, it's trying to infect them with the, the splinters. So that it can eat them. It infects them. It starts eating them alive. As they're being eaten, they move and will try and hunt down other things. Yep. But they end up crushing it with a bag of charcoal. charcoal. After this, Lacey's now fully moving, and we get this reveal because she starts banging her head on the wall. Oh, God. This is my problem with this movie. I don't. It's not a problem. This is my thing with this movie. Did it gross you out? It's gross. It's a, such a disgusting movie, but in, like, not the best. A good way. In a good way. Like, with every impact of Lacey's face against the glass, her face gets more and more fucked up. Oh, yeah. And by the end of it, it's a puffy, gross, bloody mess. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, it looks nuts. Yeah, and of course, like, Dennis is just staring at her. It's so, like, I don't want to say heartbreaking, but it's definitely sad. It's definitely sad. Because, yeah. like, it's his dead girlfriend, and now she's, yeah. like, her corpse is beating itself senselessly. Yeah. I gotta say, good portrayal of, like, an undead thing. Because it's not beating with its hands like a human would. No. It's beating with its head. head. Oh, this is something I want to talk about. That I, like, kind of glossed over. When we first see the gas station man, I Heart Bikini's hat mm-hmm. man, the way they portray this thing using his body is very akin to something that, I see, that I've see that i seen in, like, Korean zombie shows. Yeah. Or a, a Korean zombie show. All of us are dead. The portrayal of zombies in that is very similar to the way these creatures are portrayed. Because, like, it doesn't give a fuck about your anatomy or how you're supposed to move. This bitch just cracks your bones and makes you move the way it wants to. Yeah. And it's fucking grody. I have some points to talk about later. Okay. We'll get to those after we do the description. But yeah, you're right. The thing moves people's bodies weird. In ways that it should not be able to do. Yeah. And it's really, really Um, cool. And it looks really, really good. And also, something we haven't really talked about. Every, like, the sound in this movie is pretty, pretty gnarly. Like, all the bone crunching. sound effects. Like, crushing and, like, the... Cracking. The just, yeah, just the body noises are really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they run to the back because... Zombie Lacey's banging her head yeah. on the wall. Can't go out the front door. They go out. They try to go out the back door. That's locked up tight. <laughs> yeah. They they even pop one of the doors off the hinges and realize there's another door that's yeah locked locked. But um yeah they come up with this brilliant plan to oh it's such a dumb plan to, to pour lighter fluid out this door at the back yeah so that they light it on fire and it'll light the forest on fire which will call uh which fire tracks like a fire truck they eventually decide not to do that yeah because. Seth is like, that's a fucking horrible idea. You're just going to light the building we're stuck in on fire. Yeah. But around this point, a cop shows up. Yep. I I don't remember if the cop showed up before they're lighting the building on fire plan or after. Might have been after. I think it was after. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was after. But cop shows up, and (laughs) she's standing on one side of the door. Yeah. Pointing a gun at Dennis. Yep. And, you know, Seth and Polly are off to the side, and she's trying to bring him in. Yep. It's like, you know, I got you at gunpoint, you know, surrender or whatever. (laughs) Everyone's yelling at her to, like, go back in her car. Get in your car. Like, you're not safe. Go somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, what happens, Bob? Okay. This this one this is the this is the moment of the movie where I literally like my jaw dropped and I didn't speak for about five minutes. Now before Bob explains this, uh, Lacey had at this point disappeared onto the roof of the gas station. Yes, she had stopped beating on the front window 
and then got on the roof, and they could hear her up there. So we as an audience are aware that she is on the roof. Mm-hmm. This cop is not. So the cop is standing there, and Lacey and Mike <laughs> and Seth are like, call it in. Like, go to your car and call this in. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm calling this in right here. I'm going to get you out of here. Yeah, I'm going to save you. Which, like, good on you, cop. You think you're doing a good thing, but god damn, you're stupid. So she calls, she goes over here because, like, 514, calling in, blah, 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 and no one answers. So she does it again. No one answers. She does it one more time, and as she's doing it for this last time, a pair of, I think it's a pair of she legs. She doesn't do it three times, Bob. Does she, she gets get halfway through, through one. She, she gets, doesn't even get through the no, call. No, she gets through two. No. Because I, she gets a one call in, and no one answers, so she does it again. Because she sounds panicked, and is like, 514 calling in. Anyone there? Oh, maybe you're right. I think it's a pair of legs come off the roof and fucking wrap around her. And I don't know how it, I guess it, I don't know. Part of Lacey comes down from the roof. Part of Lacey. I don't know what part. Starts pulling her upwards. Yes. And rips her in half. Rips her completely in half. And you get to see the whole thing. It's heinous. Because you see, I think the worst part is the flesh tear. Like the flesh rip on the front. It's, it's really bad. But it's really, really bad. It lifts this this cop's top half up, up onto, onto the, the roof. roof. <laughs> and her bottom half just drops onto the ground. Yeah. I think the cool one of my favorite parts about that practical <coughs> is when it like when you finally get like the it's like pulling, pulling, and the snap, blood goes Yeah. It nails the window where the camera's shooting from and it looks so cool. cool. But yeah, I think it's at this point that they go and try their fire plan. It might be. Because Seth's yelling at him a lot to, like, this is stupid. And then he goes back into the front and hears the radio going. Oh, yeah. And he, because the cop's radio is still on her belt. Yeah. And he's like, we'll get a, we'll get that and we'll call. Yeah. And he comes up with the plan. Instead of going outside, there's some t-shirts in this gas station. Yeah. And they'll undo the wire coat hangers and use them to grab the, yeah. the thing. Because there's like a, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but like when you go to like a Kroger to get gas or whatever and there's like the dude, the attendant in the window, there's like one of those windows with like a slit on the bottom yeah, it's, where they could it's put the wire time. through. Yeah. When you're worried about robbers, <laughs> you can lock the building. Yeah. But they basically wire out with this thing. They pick up the the receiver, the receiver, which is on one of the stretchy wires, mm-hmm. and they pull it to this little change thing. And right as Seth sticks his hand out to grab it, Lacey drops down from the from roof. The roof. Ugh. Now, here's the fun part: we had cut to a scene before of Lacey on the roof shooting out like little wires from her body and dragging oh. in uh, half the top of the, the sheriff's top body, and fusing with it. It looks like something out of the thing. It. Oh yeah, I, love it. I didn't even think about that. It does. Yeah, it reminds me of um. You ever seen the thing? I think Bob's seen it. I've seen it. That's why I, I that's why when you just said that my brain went, "Oh, when yeah. the things assimilating things, especially you see it a lot in the the dog scene." Oh, it yeah. It shoots out these little wires and it's kind of like that where it's dragging things closer to it. Yep. But it fuses with the the sheriff's top half. Yeah. And now it's this weird monster thing. It's a weird monster so with two tops kind of flailing this around. Weird monster drops down and starts trying to grab Seth through the hole by sticking its arm through. Yeah, and Ugh. Seth eventually the wire on the the radio breaks. Yeah, but the thing still trying to get its hand through this hole. Yeah, slicing its flesh off, and eventually oh, the so arm gross, breaks dude. off and falls inside. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is where the second hand comes from. Another friend, because this hand is. It's, it's more like forearm down. Yeah, it's basically the hand all the way up to I think basically the elbow. It's, yeah, it's like. That's that's pretty. That's about it. With the bone hanging out. Yeah. And you know, Seth and Polly have run over to the corner and are hiding. Yeah. They don't know where Dennis went. Yeah. 
but the hand basically uses its bone at the end as like a tripod and then yeah. its handy bits to drag itself to walk and then to also like kind of poke around with its finger oh. and it starts charging at him so they have to fight it off using baskets <laughs> and a bat but then Dennis opens one of the refrigerators he's hiding and he's like come on inside hurry yeah uh, don't let it touch you with its splinters that's how it gets you so they run in there and this is the reveal to Pauly and Seth, that Dennis has been infected. Yeah. Because we got a review, uh, reveal earlier. We mm-hmm. slowly see, like, these black limes worn on his hand. Mm-hmm. But the big one is he was getting a, a wire hanger. Yeah, because they had, Seth. when they were attempting to get the receiver from the cop's belt, they didn't have enough wire coat hangers, so Seth was like, hey, can you go get us another one? And he, like, walks over there, and he, we they don't see this, but we do. He grows, goes to grab it, and his hand, like, twists the wrong way, and then one of his fingers bends completely backwards. It breaks. It, like, snaps. And they're like, oh, are you, like, what happened to you? He goes, oh, I cut myself on a coat hanger. Yeah, and, and then he, he grabs hands it to his him. hand with one of the shirts. Yeah. But they're in their fridge, and they're talking. And you can tell Dennis has kind of figured stuff out. He's like, you know, the splinters, that's how they get you. But he's also like, step away from the glass. It'll stop seeing you, mm-hmm. which it does. And at this point, Dennis's arm starts to freak out because the infection's yeah. kind of all the way up of it. Yeah. And then his arm starts... It really starts freaking out. Like it, it goes the wrong way at the elbow, completely backwards. As it tries to attack Polly and Seth, Polly and Seth, and they eventually come up with the idea of cutting it off. And it is <sighs> uncomfortable. It's it's rough. It's so rough because Dennis eventually he's he's out of it from the pain, so he's just kind of slumped against the wall. And Seth gets Polly to wrap his arm with a thick blanket. Yeah. So it can't get them with its splinters, and then he tourniquets his arm with like a piece of plastic. Yep. And all they have in the room is a box cutter. It's fucking heinous. So they circle his arm with the box cutter. Can't get through the bone. So yeah. they get a cinder block and break it off. Yeah, they put it over a ledge and break his arm off at the bone with a cinder block. Fucking brutal, man. Yeah. God. Then they get to talking. There's some character reveal stuff. Yeah, they talk about a little bit a little bit of something. Uh, we're not going to talk about that, I think. No, nah, I, think, I think we can leave it. It gives some depth. I think to Dennis's character, <laughs> yeah, like you still don't have to like him. I still don't like him, but it Bob help. still doesn't like. But it's kind of the reveal that he's not two dimensional. No, he's more complex than oh, I'm just a violent meth head. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, you no, know, it, it helps. It made it that, made the film more enjoyable. But I also think that's a spot of realism. Sure. Yeah. But here they basically realize that the creatures see with heat. That's why the thing stopped paying attention to them while they were in the fridge because it was cold yeah. in there. And they basically come up with this plan to super chill Seth's body so he can walk out to the cop car outside. Yeah, and try and either make a call on the radio or just kind of get out of there. And they do that. Yeah, they <laughs> they sit him on a bunch of bags of ice in the freezer until his body gets to, I think it's below 90. It's 89. Something. Yeah. Because Seth knows off the top of his head, like, what temperature your body has to be at before it's a medical emergency. Yeah. And it's something in Celsius, but it's roughly like 89.4 or something like Fahrenheit. that. Fahrenheit. And so they get him down to that because ambient temperature outside is it's like 88. 96.7 oh, yeah. or something like that. Which I think that he makes a fun joke about global warming global, in July. Yeah, heat in July because of global warming. But he eventually goes outside, barely moving because he's so cold. Frozen solid. And he gets to the, the car. And while he's doing this, they've lured the creature away to the back of the building with, with fireworks. Fireworks, yeah. Because it's attracted the heat. And basically he gets in the car. There's no keys. Can't nope. get the radio going. Nothing is on. And eventually the creature stops paying attention to the fireworks. Yeah, it doesn't give a fuck about those anymore. Because his heat, his heat is rising because A, he's outside. 
Yeah. And also, he spilled his ice everywhere. But also just because the human body. Yeah. It's heating him back up, basically. I think the creature stops paying attention to the fireworks because it realizes it's not alive. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, the creature's not smart. It's just responding to, I'm attracted to heat. Yeah. But I think it's developed enough to realize something's too hot to be alive. Maybe. Well, I think that's what happens. I think it the fireworks go off long enough that it heats up the temperature there. Mm, I see. To fire temperatures and it, not, like, warm body temperatures. Yeah. And so the thing's no longer attracted to it. Makes sense. I think that's what happens. But, yeah, the thing walks over to the car eventually. Starts slaving on it, trying to get guess in. is it can also probably sense movement some. Probably. Assumedly. Because we see when things get close to it, it the, the splinters vibrate. They react, yeah. My guess is it can probably also feel like vibrations a little bit. Probably. Probably not as well as heat, but... Yeah. But his temperature's still lower than ambient temperature. Oh, yeah. But Dennis comes outside with a firework to lure... The creature away to allow the escape of de- of Seth from this cop car. Well, the fireworks are done. Yeah. And so instead of running at the firework that Dennis throws, it runs at him. Yep. He gets inside, but not before the creature also gets inside. Yeah, which is super cool. Because this is the first time we've actually seen the creature get into the gas station the whole fucking movie. It looks so rad. It looks fucking awesome, man. It's so cool. And, like, the lights are flickering, and it's, like, smashing into shit and, like, knocking over shelves and stuff. Yeah, but Dennis and Paul are trying to fight it off. And at this point, Seth has grabbed a shotgun. From the back of the cop car. And he runs in and starts shooting this thing. He runs in and starts blasting. And, um, yeah, that happens. The building at this point is now on fire. Yeah, because one of the fireworks set off the lighter fluid they were using for their original plan. That Seth was like, it's stupid because it'll set the building on fire. And it does. It does. (laughs) While they're fighting, Seth managed, I think, to blast the arm thing. Yeah, I think he literally, like, hits the extra hand that was running around and shoots it and it flings, it's like, gets flung into the fire and burned up. I thought it might have jumped. No, I'm pretty sure it got hit by the shotgun. It must have got blasted. Yeah. With that, I will say, the fact that it doesn't jump into the fire, I think, tells me that it can differentiate fire yeah. from people. Yeah, because I assumedly the creature would go, oh, that's too hot. Yeah. What, what I was going to say is if it's attracted the heat, it would have jumped in the fire itself. Yeah. That's why I thought it jumped into the fire. But if we're assuming it got blasted in there. But yeah, basically, Dennis takes the shotgun from Seth and it's like, go get out of here. Mm-hmm. So cool because he only has one hand. So he's one-handed oh, pumping it and, and one-handed firing it. It's yeah. super cool. But he he runs out of bullets. So then he starts loading it with his mouth. <laughs> no, he runs out of bullets, and then he gets body checked by the creature. Oh yeah, gets a bunch of splinters in his like neck, but manages to get away. Starts loading it with his mouth. Yeah, and the creature's coming at him, and he shoots the gas pump. Diesel. Well, it's a diesel pump. Yes. Yeah. But it's a gas pump. It's just called a gas pump. Yeah. He shoots the diesel gas pump. Yeah. It explodes all over the creature. Uh, this is the only point we see really noticeable CGI. Yeah. Because we get a full view of the creature. It's CGI because most of the time we're only seeing like half of it. Yeah. Because it's a bodysuit. But then they light it on fire. And that's a that's a flame suit though. Yeah. Which was really cool. I think it still looked good. Because it was an actual fire stunt. And those are always cool. Yeah. But also like the creature is already so big that the suit didn't really make a difference in its like size or anything like that. Yeah. Like, it, it still looked the way, same way. It was just on fire now. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you can tell it's a fire suit. You couldn't really tell that. No. Yeah. I was just like that's a real fire stunt. Which was good to see. It was real cool. And yeah. At this point Dennis is on the ground. Yeah. he knows he's not going to make it. Uh, Polly and Seth come back. To check on him. And he's like. I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, he's. I think he jokingly says, "What are you gonna cut off now, Doc?" <laughs> he does. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but he sends him on the way, and 
he basically loads the shotgun one last time and blasts the propane tanks of the whole place. Yeah, and blows the whole gas station sky high. And, uh, yeah, then we see Seth and Polly walking into the sunset, and it cuts to one final scene of a dead fox near a tree with a ton of splinters coming yep. out of its mouth. So, problem not solved. They just don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, they escaped. Yeah, but this still a problem. out there. Super cool. Well, I will say, end credits, super stylized. Super yeah, cool. they were cool. That was cool. I like the music, too. But yeah, that's basically what happens in the movie. We left out some stuff. That was a- yeah, I think we can leave that out because if someone got to this point and hasn't seen it, that's just some cool character stuff. There's some cool character stuff we left yeah. out. I'd still go watch it because most of it is just kind of how the practical effects were. Yeah, I think I agree. The coolest thing in that movie though is when the hand moving, when the hand is moving. Oh, Jesus it's so Christ. good! It's stop motion, mm-hmm. which looks jittery. But yeah, I think it's how it matches how the creature moves. exactly. But I always love stop motion as an animation style. Uh, it's very out of practice nowadays. Yeah, but I love seeing old like stuff from the the seventies and earlier where they have to do creatures like that. Yeah, it's um, definitely really cool. Some you about it, Bob, the other day. I watched Caveman. It has a uh, Ringo Starr in it. Oh yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Super odd comedy movie. If anyone's ever seen it. Because there's basically no talking in it. Yeah. Like, or understandable English in it. Instead, it's like a made-up caveman language the whole time. Uh, but they have dinosaurs in it, and they're all animated with claymation. It's I, really I cool. just love it. But I guess I, I have some discussion points for us. Yeah. So, uh, Wilkins, if you remember who that is. that's The director. The director, yep. His goal was to create horror through a creature that both allowed characters to briefly fight its control which we see with Dennis. Yeah, we do. And one that abuses the host's body. It definitely does that. Uh, specifically, the bones, due to the ignorance of proper function. So we were kind of talking about this earlier. But oh. the creature reanimates dead things. And it's kind of limited to how that dead thing's body works. Yeah. Sort of. So it would move the host's body, and it would use the bones as structural support. Yeah. But it would sometimes bend the... The bones the wrong way. Not the bones, but the the joints the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It looks very interesting. It's really, really wild like, looking. It's not only jerky, like the creatures in um, some stage of rigor mortis, but it's mm-hmm. just when things bend the wrong way, it's unpleasant looking. Yeah, it just feels so unnatural. Like you could, I could definitely feel like it was making me uncomfortable watching it manipulate these people's bodies in this absolutely fucking horrific way. Like you said, it kind of reminds you of those Korean zombie movies. Yeah. So that style of zombies inspired by Train to Busan, which mm-hmm. we'll watch at some point. And then if I if I remember correctly, the style, like the way those zombies move, is inspired by that uh that death dance thing I was talking about in the movie we watched. Oh with Abby. shit! Yeah, that's cool. Uh, which. That movie's coming out tomorrow, so we're not going to tell you what the name of it is. No, I'm not going to tell you. Very good episode. Very good movie. uh, Basically, that style is kind of your jerky almost because like rigor mortis, right? Yeah. That's kind of how these creatures move. But I think a lot of their jerkiness comes from they have like a fungus moving them. Yeah. And it it's not moving things how a proper body should move. It's just kind of forcing things to. Yeah. Uh, that's why things bend the wrong way. And it's freaky looking. Yeah, and I think that's also why like a lot of the a lot of the scariness of this creature is just the brute fucking force of it. And yeah. like how dangerous it becomes when you realize what the spines do, what the splinters do. Yeah, I mean, I think the scariest thing about it is you realize how strong it can be because it forces things to move. Yeah, it doesn't give a fuck. Weirdly. It's not restrained by like, oh, my arm shouldn't bend that way. It's like, oh no, I'm just gonna put my full force and weight and smash my skull into this window till yeah. it shatters. Well, that's one of the interesting things. Her neck's broken. Oh, that's how it, she died. It's limp. But the thing's, like, picking up her body and slamming her head on the wall like it's a flail. Yeah. In a similar vein, the creature can move when body parts are cut off. Oh, yeah. That's super cool. 
That is really um, cool. It does seem to be somewhat limited to, I think, muscles, though. Yeah. I think the creatures rely on muscles because when it's just a three-finger hand thing, it can barely stand. Yeah. And it can't really move or balance. Mm-hmm. However, when it's the hand with the most of the forearm, it can move pretty well because there's yeah. all the muscles there. But yeah, I just want to mention that. It's a very interesting creature because it's based on bone structure and how that works. Yeah, I think it's a really, really cool creature. To give it some creepy movement stuff. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's constantly digesting its host. Yeah. Which is something to keep in mind. Because the thing that we see originally, the I Love Bikinis guy, yeah, the car attendant, when he gets possessed, he dies on the hood of the car. Yeah. Not because he's shot or anything, but I think his body just gives out because yeah. it's been so digested because mm-hmm. we saw him get infected i think in the morning yeah like it's the nighttime morning when this happens yeah and it's like daybreak by the time we get to the end almost. so apparently i think the the splinters eat through you very fast mm-hmm. so oh something to say uh also they don't kill you when they eat you no he's alive no he's alive when until the thing starts moving him and yeah then it kills him yeah because of course that would fucking kill you jesus christ yeah but like oh ooh. so it doesn't outright kill you the, the infection no, because the longer it keeps you alive, the longer your cells will try and repair themselves, and the more food it will get. I, I just figured it was more because the process of digestion doesn't outright kill you. Like, I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's just you can live a while while you're getting eaten alive. Oh, God. <sighs> so, I think the next kind of point I have is on what the creature probably is. So, Seth mentions a fungus, right? Yeah. I think I have to agree with him. My guess, cordyceps. Okay. Well, do you know that what, word? What do you... Uh, what? You, uh, what? Uh, uh, all the cordyceps talk right now because The Last of Us just came out. Oh, like well, show. you see, recognize it. Yeah, what's, yeah. A, what's a cordyceps, Bob? Well, it's a fungus that takes over ants, usually. Sort of. There's a subspecies of certain cordyceps. Uh, you might know it as the zombie ant fungus, but basically it'll infect an ant. Yeah. It can mess with an ant's brain chemistry, cause it to behave certain ways while it's alive. Yeah. And it basically can control the ant until it eventually kills the ant because it'll have it go somewhere high up. And then mm-hmm. it'll burst out of the ant's head with its spores, with the, the sexual part, the mushroom part. Yeah. And the, that spores. Releases them into the wind. My guess is the thing does behave like a kind of looks like a fungus. Yeah. The splinters to me look like the fruit bearing part of a fungus. Mm-hmm. Not looks like, but they behave like it. Yeah. Because the whole organism itself is the black goo. We yeah. see the black goo moving. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it would make sense for the splinters to kind of be the fruit bearing part that pops out because that's how it wants to reproduce that makes Um, sense also funguses what do they have in them they have something really hard in them oh Uh, um as a structural tissue i know what you're talking about but off the top of my head i can't remember but that could explain why they're so strong and strong enough to like punch through yeah flesh and stuff anyways i think it's probably a fungus probably i had to guess it's probably a cordyceps which obviously mainstream we know is the the creature in the last of us yeah but part of the reason I think it's a cordyceps, sure. and I think this is hinted at in the movie, is because that thing's probably from Earth. That is probably not an alien or something. Oh, no, yeah. It's definitely just like a natural occurring thing. Do you know why? No. Like why this? Because if it's a natural occurring thing, why is it? Why are we just seeing it now? Because it's super infectious. Uh, Well, I mean, they bring up global warming. Well, yeah, but they're in the middle of yeah. Oklahoma or whatever. Because, I mean, that's like the talking point, or that's what like the theory of is in The Last of Us, is that global warming caused it to get hot enough that... Ice, right? No. No? Uh, basically, cordyceps already existed, and the reason they couldn't sur- couldn't transfer to humans oh, is because it wasn't... the body temperature thing? The body temperature. But now the cordyceps is evolving because of natural... Or because of global warming, and now it can survive in these climates, so it's moving on to bigger hosts. 
Yeah. Well, that's not the reason here. Because okay. that's not how this thing works. Interesting. Because this thing's fucking splinter that goes in you. Yeah. Like, it's evolved around doing this to living things. Yeah, sure. Have you have you figured out why? No. I want you to tell me. <laughs> okay. Uh, For half a second, we see a sign that says experimental oil drilling. Oh, yeah. Oh, that might explain why it's black. This thing was probably in the oil they were drilling up, and they accidentally dug it up. Ew. And now it's out in the open. Oh, my God. My guess is it's probably a really, really old life form. That would make sense. it was dormant underground for a while. And then when they dug it up, it allowed itself to escape. It became active again. That explains it. That makes sense, actually, because don't they have samples of the bubonic plague and stuff? Or not the well, plague. The bubonic plague's still going around. Not no, You but, can still get it oh nowadays. God. No, they have, like, samples of, like, some really old diseases that are, like, frozen in ice in, like, some lab somewhere or something. Sometimes. I mean, I think the takeaway is some things can survive for long periods of time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That that to me makes sense. Especially like single cell organisms. Yeah. You know, like the, uh, what is it called, a water bear? Those things are fucking indestructible. They send those bitches to space and they come back fine. Yeah, and then they only live for like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still, it's yeah. crazy. But I think that's on purpose. Like, I, that's my fun fan theory is that it's cordyceps. But I think it's, because they do imply in the film that it's probably a fungus. Yeah. Seth says it a couple times. But I do legitimately think that it's intended as it was this thing underground that they dug up. Because hmm. it makes no sense otherwise to include that scene. With well, no, because the Dennis mentions it. Dennis brings it up. What? Dennis mentions, hey, uh, I know there's an oil field on the side of the other side of that forest. If we light this, this bitch is going to go sky yeah. high. Okay, fair enough. So that's why they bring it up. It's like, oh, it'll cause an explosion. People will come. I guess. But I, but I think I, the thing was it probably makes, underground. It makes more sense, like... For the context of like showing the sign and labeling it as experimental, because there's that you whole know what I mean. If you show something in a film, it has to make sense. Yes, and I think that's the only thing that would make that make sense as an inclusion. Sure, and I think including the line like makes it feel more oh, what's the word uh, grounded in like reality. Reality, like, yeah, yeah, because Dennis would be aware of that. Because you if know you're what gonna I mean? say it's a fungus, you need some reason that like, hey, why haven't we seen this before? Because mm-hmm. it's not like the cordyceps in The Last of Us where are more reminiscent of like zombie ants. Yeah, this thing is wild oh it's like whack. those spores are horrifying uh, yeah. we even see it for a second i think it shoots them out at the sheriff it does you're right it absolutely Unless flings one of the sheriff fell out but i think it shoots a bunch it flung one right into the um, sheriff's neck it's the first thing that happens to her because it flings one hits her in the neck and then blood trickles down from the top and then it, she gets grabbed by a pair I, of legs i don't know if you saw this <laughs> it shot her with the uh splinters and yeah. then they slithered into her face like they got sucked in like, i they did disappeared. not she rubbed see her that face and they weren't there anymore because they just went oh inside of her heinous absolutely fucking heinous yeah my last note was i just wanted to bring up the fact that things seems reminiscent of the thing from yeah the thing i had it had even crossed my mind honestly when we it's, were watching it it's mostly the whole thing with the the strings that come out mm-hmm. to drag it closer makes total sense i'm not sure if that was deserved i thought it was a very cool scene it's a very very and cool I like scene the, that the thing can combine different dead bodies because it makes sense in sort my of, opinion it doesn't match up with the creature throughout the rest of it like before that all we see is that it's it can reanimate corpses yeah that's the only time we see it kind of assimilate stuff yeah there's nothing that tells me it can't i just i don't know if it was deserved i guess they made it work it was super cool i, I don't know i don't know if it was deserved but it wasn't und- like it didn't not it make wasn't sense. undeserved yeah you're yeah. right but i was just like i think the inclusion of it makes the creature scarier it does because now you know it's two half or two bot a body and then a half body yeah and it makes the creature more intimidating too i, I think i it's like bigger. the inclusion of it i'm just not sure like it stood out to me and i wasn't sure if it was like a this is super cool but does it work you know i think it's fine i mean it's fine of course it's fine it's super cool it, I like it. Yeah. It allows for the super cool monster. It was just, there was nothing to show me it could do that before. Yeah, there was no setup or build up to it. It just kind of did it. But also, I think, 
And it, that's fine if it was early in the movie, but it was halfway through. So fair. Just gonna mention it, but yeah, that's all I really got there. Yeah, I think so too. I think super cool creature, good yeah. FX and creature oh design. God, it's so cool. especially for something that's just it's just splinters it's and black it, goo. Man, it's like it's so simple but so cool. Like I, yeah. I don't know, it's really hard for me to grasp. What was your What was your favorite monster throughout the whole movie? I know mine. <sighs> it's the big one. Really? Yeah, I just think the big one looks so cool. Mine's the hand. The hands are really cool, and I knew you were going to say that. I, I enjoy the hands, and I think they're really cool for practicals. I like the way they made them move. I like the skittering. I just find that the big monster is more intimidating, and I think it's more fun. The big monster is more intimidating. I think the hands are scarier. The hands are definitely scarier. Because they hide. They hide, yeah, and they'll scuttle. Ugh, ooh. They hide. They can move fairly fast, which was surprising. Yeah, they're quick. But I don't know if you can tell. The big thing didn't have a lot of spines on it. The hands were covered in them. Yeah. All right. Well, Rex, Bob, what are your recommendations? If you, listen, I know, I know I did not enjoy the last quote-unquote parasite movie we watched. Oh, The Bay? The Bay. It, it was, I, like, it's a good movie. It was fine. I had a bad time. This one, uh, very cool, very fun. If you want a cool, fun parasite movie, watch this. Yeah, what did you think? Because I, I try to mix things No, up. this was great. You weren't expecting this style of parasite No, it movie. was really cool. It was super cool. I had a fucking blast. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, it's actually. pretty high energy most it's, of the time. It's 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 high energy in the, in the way that don't do anything that's too stupid either. No, like it. Oh, what's the? It feels I could suspend my disbelief enough for this movie. All right. If that makes sense. And I think if you want a good creature... I think this is a good creature movie. Yeah. I think this is a great creature movie. Like, I think the effects on the creature look good. The creature is fun while also being gross and, like, scary. I think that's my biggest one is if you want a really cool creature movie or if you want... I think it's a good spin on Parasites. Yeah, it's I think it's different. a very interesting spin because, and this is something I wanted to talk about, I think the fact that they kept the number of infected people so low and did not do, because you could have easily taken this movie concept and done like a zombie horde style movie, oh, right? yeah. But keeping it low monster count is so much worse. I think it's that thing where- It's so cool. The less monsters you have, the more intimidating they have to be because yes. you can't deal with them quickly. Mm -hmm, exactly. And I, I think that's really cool. So your recommendation is Creature Features? Creature Feature, cool spin on Parasites. Yeah, that's it. All right. Mine, here we have. If you want to see something different from the zombie genre, yes, that's, that's where I'd go. That's a big one. Because that's basically what this is, the zombies. Yeah, it's zombies, um, but with a cool spin that I like. If you're into special, like practical effects. Yeah, it's really good, man. It's pretty good on that. Uh, if you want to see an interesting creature feature, because the thing in this is not like a traditional creature. No. But it's it's very it's unique, cool, and it's and very it cool. eventually becomes like a monster mash where it's this weird body thing hanging around. Yeah. But also, if you just want kind of like a high-energy siege-style movie, yeah, that, that'd be my big recommendation. It's like three people mm -hmm. trying to survive together against a thing, and it's how, how do we figure out how to do this? It's very cool. Like, the monster outside technically probably could have been anything. Yeah. And it, it's really held together with how these people behave. It seems realistic. I can get behind most of what they're doing. I'm not like, you guys are being stupid. Yeah. And that's hard to come by. Yeah. Ratings. Ooh. See, I don't know. Hmm. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It, it was a lot of things that I already knew I liked, but with a uh, interesting, unique take on them. So I think that I think a four is pretty good for me. Okay. How do you feel? Because you seem hesitant to give me an answer now that I gave mine. I think I'm gonna go with a three and a half. I almost said three and a half. I was close, but I, I teetered over the edge. Cause like I'm gonna break down my scale like I always do. Three for me is like it came up with this concept and it meets expectations, right? Yeah. And four is like it goes above and beyond those expectations, right? Sure. Kind of does more with them than I would 
expect. Mm-hmm. This movie, I think it basically meets my especially meets my expectations exactly how I want it to. Sure. The thing that kind of gets it a little bit above that is the FX. They're really great. Yeah. Know, the creature stuff and just how unique it is. That was my big thing that pushed it's really, it really, really unique. Is it such a unique take on a parasite and/or zombie-style movie? However, there's there's not a lot of other substance. Like it's well acted and everything, but there's there's not enough for me to like really feel like it got pushed to that range. Really? Yeah. Because like when I get a four, I just I want it to be something a little bit more. It's not a perfect movie, but it's there's more depth than that should be in there. And this one has, you know, it it did a lot with the concept and it did it really really well. But you know. I think there were still some problems there. Yeah, and I agree. There are some problems. I think while the like jump cut style of cinematography they use for like the shots of the creature yeah, like, makes sense for what you're trying to do, and you're trying to mimic the movement of the creature and how it interacts, but it makes it really hard to follow sometimes and hard to see what's yeah, going on. That's a good point. Like jump cuts, I think that that was a budget restriction thing. Yeah, for the big creature, we don't get to see it a lot. Yeah, it's so. In, I, what we I do see of it is brief. I didn't really get what it looked like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Like I had an idea of it in my head, but we didn't really see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that that's just me. Three out of five. Three point five. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, the big thing for me is that it's it completely subverted my expectations. Yeah. I like mean, it was nothing like what I expected it to be like, and I thought that was so fucking cool. Maybe that's part of it. I knew what we were doing going into it. Yeah. So I don't have that subversion. I just, I feel like it could have done things just a little bit more it, to get a four. It could have. I understand maybe those things are due to budget restrictions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But we can go three out of five. 3.5. Yeah, I, I highly recommend this movie. I liked it but a lot. I, this is good. This is a good one. Yeah. This is a good movie. I'm honestly surprised it has such a low audience rating when we talked about that. <sighs> maybe. I mean, I, I can get why you might not be into the audience rating. Because, like, it's pretty fast-paced. It is. For a parasite movie? Oh, it's really fast for a parasite movie. But for a zombie movie, it's kind of slow. That's fair. I, I mean, because it's mostly them cowering inside. Yeah. And I, I can see why you might not like that. That's fair. I can see why critics liked it. it what was it, a 76? Yeah. So. I, I think I'm finding that whenever we watch movies, a lot of the slower, more character-driven movies get lower audience scores. They do. Because, a lot because of, I feel like a lot of people watch horror for the shock and awe. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out here. Ashley's more in line with the average audience viewer. That's true, actually. Yeah. The person I, I we've agree. had on this podcast, actually, if you haven't seen that episode. But yeah, yeah a lot of people just want a thriller kind of horror movie where it's entertaining, scary, it's fun. And we tend to view this more as critics, which means we're kind of into slower movies sometimes. <laughs> That's what we do. We kind of, we're, well, we're essentially horror movie critics now. So, well, don't, don't give us, don't say that yet. We're, we're not, not we, like, no official title. Not or like good ones, but we're criticizing horror movies. That's by definition. Okay. That's fair. We're not good though. We're not good ones. We're yet. not very good ones, but we're doing it. It's true. And we, we can, we can sit here and break down and appreciate artsy stuff. That's oh, yeah. kind of kind of what we have to do. But yeah, I don't know. That's all I got here. That's all I it's got. A, too, it's man. a fun parasite movie. It's really fun. Go check it out. <laughs> oh, hold on before we go. Sorry. This is this is a, 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 a bit of an aside. So in the pre-movie, you may have heard me saying, "Man, I think I know what this movie is." Uh, I was thinking the movie Splice. Yeah. <laughs> Not Splinter. Different movie. Splice is weird. My I yeah, I've seen the trailer. It looks weird. I don't want to watch that. It kind of freaks me out. <laughs> Yeah. I guess we'll go to the post now. Well, you mean the outtakes. Well, yeah, we'll go to the outtakes, but no, we'll, we'll be... go to the post. We will see you after the outtakes. Goodbye. The wrap up. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. 
I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I had an absolute blast with this movie. I think it's so cool, unique, and fun. Without further ado, let's get into the outtakes for this episode. This first outtake is our reaction to The Cold Open, where a raccoon covered in splinters murders a man wearing an I Heart Bikinis hat. What does his, heart say, his hat say? Does it say our, I Heart Bikinis? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention, but I've seen it before, so... I'm watching, I just couldn't read... Yeah, I Heart, I heart Bikinis. bikinis. I can already tell this movie's going to fuck me up. No. You're going to like it. All right, we're ready? You ready for your first Parasite movie, Bob? Mm-mm. This will set the tone for all Parasite movies to come after. I'm scared, man. I'm scared because I, I, I kind of already under know what's going to happen. Well, you, you know what, but not how. That's what I mean. And the, I think the how's the worst part. I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of I think I understand how it works too, but I I don't want to say that yet because I could be wrong. I don't think you understand exactly how. <gasps> oh oh my God! What the fuck? <laughs> oh no, dude! What the hell? That's like a rabid possum or something. Nah, it's a raccoon. <laughs> what the fuck? Splinter. Oh my god. Did you did you understand what was going to happen there? What in the goddamn? What in the same hell? Okay, not what I expected. I lie. I I was like I don't think you're expecting what's going to happen in this movie. I didn't know there were going to be raccoons assaulting a man. This next clip is our reaction to the discovery of the iHeart Bikini Man's body in the bathroom as well as the death of Lacey. Dude, she's trying so hard to piss in this bathroom. I would be too if I really had to go. Yep, there's his corpse. That's fucking foul. Oh! This body's a little fucked up. Uh huh. <clears throat> Here he comes. Oh, this is. Ah! Uh, mm. This is Abahu. <laughs> oh, well, she's knocked out. Oh, my God. He looks crazy. <laughs> yeah. This next clip is our reaction to seeing one of our first smaller friends of the movie as one of Lacey's hands is chopped off in the door as she's attempting to pull Dennis out and eat him. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That is not a good. No, ah, uh, Oh my god. That's fucking heinous, Benjamin. I think it's super cool. That's what I thought the poster was. Oh my fuck. Oh, how did they fucking do that? Good creature FX. Oh, he smashed it with a bag of charcoal. What the fuck, dude? This next clip is our reaction to watching the cop get ripped completely in half by Lacey from on top of the roof. Oh, she's about to get fucking annihilated, bro. No. Oh! Oh, it's already on her. Oh, there is she. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, 
Oh my Jesus Christ. Oh! <laughs> you got a really ladylike scream there at the end. Oh! <laughs> he did take half of her. Very good, man. <laughs> that fucking thing just ripped that cop in half. Oh my god. This next clip is a short conversation Ben and I had during the movie about where's the Lorax in all of this mess? Hey, Bob. Hmm. Where's the Onceler when you need him? Where's the what? The Onceler. Not the Onceler. Um. The Lorax? Yeah. I don't know. You think he got got by the by the? You think the Lorax is infected? Probably. Maybe it wasn't a raccoon. Maybe it was the Lorax. This next clip is our reaction to seeing our other small friend in this movie. Another hand from the creature has made its way inside and is attempting to infect and/or devour the people. Seth, don't peek around the corner. Oh. Oh look, it's kind of got like. Oh, it looks nuts. Oh! <laughs> Punt that bitch. It's just a goddamn hand. <laughs> just kick it. <laughs> that works, actually. Throw shit at it. That will work. It's it's small. Oh, goddamn. This looks so cool. <laughs> it looks real cool. I mean, it's practical effects, and if you don't like practical effects, it, you know. Like, yeah, it looks a little cheesy, but also, like, holy shit, that looks really good. Yeah, that's good. the thing. It's, it's good practical effects. It just... Are they climbing in the freezers? Ah, uh, it's a fridge. Go. Dude, go. Stop with the, the hand. It wants your... It wants you. I know. That's what I'm, it's gonna like... stick you if you don't go. Yeah, fuck off, hand. <laughs> I think it's like stop motion. It is stop motion. I've I've noticed. It looks really cool though. This next clip is our reaction to watching Polly and Seth take a box cutter, cut the flesh around Dennis's infected arm, and then snap the bone off with a cinder block in order to save him from the infection. <laughs> Look a box cutter. <laughs> what is he give what is he doing? He's cutting it, Bob. Oh, no, with a box cutter? <laughs> with a box cutter. You can't get all the way through. You're, you're just going to cut yourself. You're not actually going to get through that. No way. Oh, he's getting all the way through, Bob. No way. I'm not watching that. I'm not going to watch. Oh, okay, he stopped. You're right. He can't get all the way through with a box cutter. That's <laughs> you. <laughs> They're doing their best. You know how you make a tourniquet? Uh, kind of. So you, you tie a, something around, and then you get a stick in there, and you have to twist it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, yeah, don't worry. Just cut your arm with a box cutter. Well, he was trying to do it, but he couldn't do it. Yeah. So someone's got to do fine. it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I like how he's going all the way around. How is he going to get through the bone? I assume he's going to snap it. How is he not losing more blood? They tourniqueted it. Oh. Anyways, we're back from the outtakes. Hope you like those. Yeah. 
it was hopefully good. Bob good. got some good screams in there. I know one of them. I don't know if he'd be able to clip it, but he got like a really high pitched scream. <laughs> it was very, very distinct. <laughs> scared me. I was a scared little man. <laughs> but I guess we got one big announcement for you, and that's uh, yeah. the fact that this Saturday, so tomorrow, yeah. on the fourth of February. Our special episode where we film something outside the board with Abby's coming out. Yes. I'm so glad we watched that movie. Yeah. I, it's such a fun, good movie. I really like that movie. I was excited to have it on the, the podcast. Yeah. So it's good. I hope you guys like it. I thought it turned out very well. I think it I think it'll it's shaped up to be a pretty good episode. But, you know, check that out tomorrow. I think that's our only major kind of exciting thing i will say hope you liked that surprise episode yesterday <laughs> yeah i forgot we forgot to announce that we were even going to do that episode last time we were recording yeah and then ben was like hey that's coming out should we talk about it and i was like it already came out by the time this comes <laughs> out so no yeah. so i hope you liked that that movie just to be candid with you here we haven't recorded it yet, no. so I can't say what movie it is to Bob. I have no idea. We're recording it literally right after we finish this. But I hope you guys like that. <laughs> I'm sure I did. I'm sure Ben Ben always seems to have a good time. I have to pick him out, so yeah. I try to make sure I like him. But otherwise, I don't know. I don't. I got nothing. <sighs> yeah, Bob, I got it. Bob, you, you just take over. <laughs> oh, my God. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Beware the Board. It's where we post all the updates for the show. If you want a link to the episodes when they go live, I post it there. What's up? When do those updates come out, Bob? Mondays. Every Monday, I post a spoiler thing where you can see the movie we're going to watch for that week in case you want to watch it and then watch the show without getting anything spoiled. Yeah, and if you notice he hasn't posted an update, tweet at him. Be like, where the hell's my update? And he'll go, oh, shoot, I forgot. I do forget. It's kind of hard. Listen, all right. First of all, it's hard for me to remember because when I post the episodes, I'm usually at work. You know what? I'm going to be honest here, Bob. We usually, here's some behind the scenes stuff. We record usually on Sundays. Yeah. By the time we're done recording, it's usually uh, Monday. Yeah. You could just post them after we get done. That would be smart. Yeah. That would be smart. Yeah. That's, uh, let me think. Anything else about Twitter? I post polls on Twitter. If we do polls, I post anything. Basically, if you want to know anything about the show, it's on our Twitter. Yeah. It's all there. We're not doing any other social media right now, so. No, we're not, because I don't feel like dealing with any of it. Yeah. Because I have to run it myself, so, uh, We don't have time right now. We really don't. Maybe eventually, (laughs) but otherwise, check us on YouTube. Yeah, the only place we're at right now, we're going to be on Spotify or other podcast places eventually. We're working on it. We talked about it at the top of the episode. We have concept art. We just don't have the full thing. So whenever we get that, when we we'll get let it, you know, all the episodes there. will be on Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you get your podcast, we will be there. But yeah, right now, watch us on YouTube. Yeah, uh, that's it. You know, stab that like button with all the splinters you can. Oh, God. You really Ooh. infect that bell. We'll keep you posted. But until then, see you next time. Goodbye. And remember, always beware the board.